this is nothing. A podcast by Nate and Matt. Well, look who it is. It's us. It's our listeners. Oh, it's, it's the them. listeners. <laughs> it's <them. laughs> You guys came back, huh? Back for more, more of our verbal beatings. Our, our, uh, we're going to torture you with our words and our tongues. Yeah. yeah. In that order. <laughs> yeah. We're going to use. Ooh, they like yeah. it though. Mm. We're going to try to pronounce. Dirty, dirty Latin listeners. Latin words of moths. And we're going <laughs> to try to describe how lakes form under glaciers. Come for the moths. Stay for the tongue. <laughs> Come for the moths. Wear the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to This Is Nothing Podcast. Uh, my name is Matt Rossi, and Nate's taking a drink of water. And My name is Nate, drinker of water, wearer of hats. <laughs> Shaver of Why beards, are... but only one. <laughs> Stubber of have... toes. I'm curious about where else you have a beard. My face, Matt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where's the other one? You said shaver of beards, but only one. Yeah. Where's the other one? What does that mean? I only have one beard. <laughs> That's what I was asking you. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thanks for coming back and listening to us. Nate, I made pizza with my parents tonight, and it was a wonderful experience. And it made me realize that I... Thought I was cooking for myself in Denver, but the reality of the situation was that I was letting Trader Joe's feed me for probably five years of my life. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, how often do you feel like you actually cook from scratch at your house? Well, not from scratch because I'm like vegan protein. What am I going to use? You know, like pasta, yeah, but I wouldn't count a protein as like a. Would you count a protein as like not cooking from scratch? I mean, we can't. Well, what do you mean? I'm just like, am well, I, I making <laughs> like lentil sausages every night? Like every. In- no, I mean, like you can, uh, you can make vegan pizza. Like when did you make, you know, have you ever made vegan pizza from scratch? You know, yeah. like that's, that's all I mean. Oh, just, in terms of like rolling out some cauliflower dough or whatever. Well, I mean like any food like that though. Like making anything from scratch. You're not opening a pack of anything. I, You're doing I everything never, from scratch. I, I don't have a fucking idea how to make rigatoni from scratch. <laughs> I don't know what you're... Are you serious? Do you know how to make pasta? No, I don't know how to make pasta. Oh my God, we should make pasta, buddy. All it is is uh, eggs in flour. That's all it is. Well, wait, what are you saying to me right now? Because it's like a lot of the food... I know this is blowing your mind. No, it's not. I know that making pasta from scratch is blowing your mind. I just don't eat a lot of pasta. How do you make quinoa from scratch? I don't get it. Well, that I don't know. There's got to be a tree or something. I have no idea. It's got to be like a tree dandruff based off of the way it looks. Yeah. It looks like It looks like expensive soil. It looks like there's mineral <laughs> deposits nearby that... There might be gold in them there, Hills. It's like if you see quinoa, soil that looks like quinoa, you're like, 
this is a silver mine. <laughs> <laughs> I would not. If somebody told me that quinoa was mined from the ground, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Because I have no basis for where you would find quinoa in, in the world. It's an ancient grain, so it's it. just fossilized plant matter from the Jurassic. Yeah, it's, it's the same way that we get gasoline. We just drill down into the earth and we find quinoa. It's an ancient grain, so it's also like dinosaurs. There's a lot of stuff now that I'm thinking about it that I'm like, I would have no idea what the plant version of that looks like or like that, you know, like where it's derived from. Like a. I well, I guess I would know what a sweet potato looks like. Actually, now that you think about it, a sweet potato or a potato, it is kind of mined from the ground, isn't it? A potato is yeah, it's uh, apples of the earth, palm de terre. Palm de terre is that the origin of potato? That's just the French translation of potato, which I think is adorable because uh, palm is an apple and terre is earth, so it's like apple of the earth. That's. That is super cute. <laughs> I didn't. I wouldn't have described it as cute until you said yeah. it, and then I'm like, oh, apple of the earth. Apple, until you think apple about apple of earth blights. Have you ever seen like a bell pepper just growing in nature? Not in nature. I have no fucking idea where they grow in nature, but I've grown them. I guess that's what I meant. <laughs> they don't look like they should work that way. I don't know why, but they're just like the shape doesn't make sense to me when it's growing off of the off of the plant itself. I was gonna say pop tarts, but that I was just gonna razz, I was just trying to razz you. Just trying to razz you. Just be like, oh, have you made a pop tart from scratch? Someday we're gonna find Candy Mountain Nate. That's we're gonna go hike the Olympic Peninsula looking for Candy Mountain. You know, there's a guy doing that right now, and he has a long gun. Did you see the news? <laughs> what? Yeah. No. There's a guy that uh, like Hurricane Ridge is closed right now because there's a guy that his acquaintances are like, yeah, he's known to be on meth and he has a long gun. <laughs> There's a man with the gun just wandering around the Northern Olympics right now and I hope everyone stays safe, but it's fucking crazy. I just heard, I just, oh my, my sister God. sent me a link and it just said, man with gun on meth, Hurricane Ridge closed. And I'm like, okay. No one got hurt, but there's like... So was he upset? <laughs> Amazing that nobody got hurt on Hurricane Ridge by a man on meth with a long gun. But was he just upset that they closed the ridge? Like, they what's his closed deal? it He's because just... of him. <laughs> what if he... Wait, what if he got up there and he was like, they closed the damn ridge and they're like, it's because of you, <laughs> you know? Like, he's upset Why? Like, which one came first kind of thing. Just like, he was like, I just wanted to come shoot my gun up here. And he, like, wasn't apparent that it was him yeah. that closed it. Oh, my God. He's just That's... trying to shoot the top 10 tallest peaks in Washington State. <laughs> <laughs> and next year, I'm going to kill the sun. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the sun out of the sky with my long gun. Well, that's uh, ambitious for a meth, meth man, method man. But yeah, I, I was just wondering. So like, do you cook anything from scratch? Would you say like, is there a dish that if you were trying to impress, like, what is your dish? If you're trying to impress somebody first time you're cooking a beautiful meal for them, you've laid ra rose petals out, you've, you've taken the condom and you've removed it from its packaging and put it delicately on the side table um, and, and, and put another, <laughs> another, another one next to it as a backup. I have unsheathed the condom and put it on a cucumber near the bed. I have sliced the cucumber and. Mm. 
and put it in the condom and I swing it around my head. I swing it around my head like a bunch of change in the sock and I throw it against the ceiling fan so now we have cucumber falling from the ceiling. Like snow. And then you open the new condom and you put it you put it out. So I blow up ten condoms, tie them together, <laughs> make a balloon animal. And then and make make my girlfriend for the night. <laughs> I order Thai takeout. I don't know, man. Like seriously that situation. I've never been alone in the kitchen for that situation because I've been a vegetarian forever and and earlier days of vegetarian cuisine was pretty sketchy even 10 years ago. So it's just gotten better and there's better products to make. I mean, it's like we've made Satan here, which is, you know, like soy protein. I don't curls. believe there's a single person listening to our podcast that doesn't know what Satan is. I've seen the demographic. I just like calling it's it. It's nobody over 35, and it's nobody under, like, 20. Okay. Well, I just like calling it Satan, and everyone does. Being like, yeah, we made us some Satan in the pot. It is kind of like the go-to for any, like, vegan restaurant. They're like, we're the satanic vegan restaurant because oh, well. we sell Satan, you know? And then that gives them a reason to put all the, like, spiritual glyphs on the walls. We can avoid that topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I wouldn't say that Nate's uh, particularly like offended by Satan or anything like that. There is just a person in his life that is observing a lot of spiritual glyphs right now that we probably are not so inclined to talk about. Um, no, Satan's. You know, Satan is waiting, as they say. Uh, is that who said that to you? A goat. <laughs> <laughs> Black Philip. <laughs> Black Philip said it. Yeah. Uh if I I mean honestly if I was okay, if I was making something, I'm thinking about like my family. Say it's Thanksgiving and it's all up to me, they'd be like, Nathan, <laughs> I can't believe there's no meat in this. Everyone would say that like five times. <laughs> so, so, so your family's constantly in disbelief that they're not eating meat when you prepare something. Hey, Uncle Bobby, I caramelized some onions. That's my side dish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if we were making a movie, the montage would be like you sweating in the kitchen for like, you know, hours, hours, hours. And then later they come out and uh, you open up the, the silver serving dish and it's just boiled onions like everything <laughs> is just boiled onions <laughs> but they're they're all chopped differently so yeah once yeah it's just onions in different forms you have like a blooming onion <laughs> and you have caramelized onions those are all the forms of onions yeah and for dessert we have uh listerine <laughs> that was such a goddamn dad joke and i'm so proud of you for that one not even a dad no. yet that we know. Yeah, of, no, but, Listerine uh, Jello shots. That would be more fun. Listerine. Uh, <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, oh, no. But you can't, yeah, you got to <laughs> swirl it around and spit it back out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I like how often you call me out on dad jokes. So, welcome to the podcast, guys. Um, if you didn't know, now you know. So this, this is Nothing, nothing podcast. podcast. This is where... Sifting through the wreckage week. of culture by arguing for the non-essential. I gotta tell you, I am blown away that I have memorized that line so well now. 
Um, yeah, I wrote because I have it in my notes yeah. and I have to read it a lot, but now I don't. I wrote it. Um, so my guys, we uh we've started gearing up to uh figure things out about this podcast. We want to start doing things a little bit differently, um, better because we're See? almost better. <laughs> See better. Dot dot better. We want to do things better okay go ahead better better for you better for listener better for your better Better for your body up here better better Better. (laughs) anyways fuck (laughs) that's a bad way of indicating we want to make things better because we had one connection issues two we sang badly and we three just riffed on the word better and it went nowhere but uh yeah, we have some ideas and some things we want to try out. Uh, the one thing that I think we're gonna illustrate for anybody that's listened for a while, which have you, if you have again, message us. Let us know if you've listened to all the episodes. And on yeah. episode twenty, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a song for you, yep. an improv improvised song that I do just for you. Um, there's a couple people that have claimed theirs, but if you are one of those people, shoot us an email. This is nothing podcast and, and, at gmail.com. Yeah, and tell and tell us who you would prefer to sing it for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but with that in mind, uh, the first thing that we're going to change about the podcast is uh, so at the end of the episode, traditionally, we've done this kind of improv segment that Nate has despised. Yeah. And I we are not getting rid of it because Nate hates it. I would not do that just because he hates it. I would do anything for you guys. But um. I think we've gotten some feedback from some people, and the, I think we all agree. It's just it's a hard segment. It's a drawn-out segment, and we don't know who it's for because it's not really for us anymore, I would say. So <laughs> I think instead we're just going to talk about our topics, and then at the end we're just going to talk over what we think uh, should be removed from Wikipedia that week, and we're just going to simplify. Doesn't mean we're going to stop doing voices, Govna. No way would we ever stop doing voices. Not for you. No, I won't stop doing my put there will on. Always be characters. I'm never gonna stop doing my like really intense put on Washingtonian accent. There's also the like improv scene generator that we have not really tapped entirely. That I think would be a good way to close out in a way that's like we're gonna talk about some shit. And no, wait, there's still a scene. Oh, this one. For you, I would perform any scene, any accent, any uh, any trivial thing that we think would be funny for our okay. listeners. Uh, so do, <laughs> if we, so do. Uh, <laughs> if 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 we were better at improv, I had seen I had seen the thing with the prompts were two different accents. Well, shoot, partner, I I reckon we could probably do two accents was, if we need yeah, to. But no, uh, it's like French Louisiana. Well, if I were down in Louisiana, I sound a little bit more like this. <laughs> try to, try to, uh, you know, uh, cook me up a shrimp gumbo. <laughs> but when you got gumbo down, you can go, can't go anywhere. Louisiana, the, the, the red old gator. <laughs> I don't hear any French though. <laughs> well, what, how much French did you want it? Oh, you want, no, it's like well, that's you do the French and no, I do the. No, no. What I saw oh, was like no. for one improv no. comedian is being like. What you have is like Russian and London. And do they expect you to combine the accents? Yes. Oh no. <laughs> well, uh, Louisiana, like a Creole accent with French makes yeah, sense. That, that one because does. Because that's yeah. like derivative. Yeah. So you'll just be talking at the front of your mouth more. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome down to the bayou. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, we'll mess around with it. We're not going to stop doing voices or characters, but I think, uh, yeah, I think we're just going to try and streamline this a little bit more. So we'll just be, we'll be doing a couple topics each talking about Wikipedia stuff, and then we'll just kind of figure it out at the end. So if you guys have more ideas, more feedback, we are happy to yeah. take it. Please, again, just hit us up on Instagram, text me. <laughs> yeah. the the Again, yeah. it's for people that I feel like I know personally, yeah. but if I don't, uh, shoot us an email. Text.gmail.com. Uh, like, yeah, texting is funny, but like I have gotten one or two people that have just podcast. been like, yo, what's up, man? Podcast was good, but <laughs> uh so yeah, we love the feedback. I, we really do. Speaking well, I don't I don't know. I would really like to hear feedback of people being like, hey, please do more of this. Insert this. Yeah. Because it's always <laughs> We get that too. We get we that do? too. Because I feel like it's like, hey Well no, in the same <laughs> less of that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I will say in the same email, they said that they would make it to the end part and maybe wouldn't finish the end part. They were good with what they had already heard. But All what right. they did say is that they liked us doing characters and accents and stuff like that. So, oh. which is unbelievable based <laughs> off of the episode where we did the worst. I listened I that the worst impressions. I don't know what was wrong with us that day, but there were impressions that I've been doing for years that I fucked up. So we'll have to we have to redeem ourselves on that. Oh yeah, it has to be the thing where it's random again, and we have to work on it for a little bit. All right, no, no, no. I'm gonna let's set a goal. What do yeah. you say? Twenty fifth episode, because yeah. we're on eighteen right now. Right. So our twenty fifth episode, we'll line up a bunch of we'll line up a bunch of uh, accents. Yeah, I'm fully capable of more accents than this this <laughs> crushing monotone that I'm <laughs> <laughs> that is my normal voice. Yeah, that was actually some feedback we got. It's crushing your monotone. <laughs> I I'm wish kind of, he would have emotions. I'm kind of crushing on your monotone right now. Um, hey, I've I've noticed that you like speak the same way all the time. I'm like a huge Ben Stein fan, and I just wanted to say, like, <sighs> keep talking to me the same way for the rest of my life. Will you make me the happiest man in the world, Nathan? And <laughs> takes maybe. You just need to save money. Snaps ring on fingers. Shit. That's enough of talking about the podcast. Let's do the podcast. So uh, let's 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 shuffle through some. Banana hammock. Hammock among banana trees. A grove among the beach. Oh, are those sharks out at sea? We won't know unless you go and see. So I got my surfboard out and we went surfing. Yes, they're sharks. And I've been eaten. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel good about that. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was beautiful art from both of us. Let's do this. All right. So yeah. Do you mind if I start today? Fuck. I guess so. I mean that means they're gonna win, but whatever. <laughs> Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Um, no, all right, no, no, no. You feel strong. Catch an asshole by start. the toe. You start. You start. No. I started last week. I started last. Did you? Week. I it's don't remember. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> well, apparently it does. So, okay, I'm gonna start then. I'm just gonna start. Yeah, might as well. Yeah, might as well fucking wow, okay. start. This then. is gonna be good. I like. Yeah, the, I like you. the vibe we have here. Just yeah, you're gonna be like, oh, bitch. interesting topic. That's great. Yeah, fucking weird, bro. Anyways, go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, this is 
a ghost town in southeastern Utah called the Home of Truth. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my God. I I almost fell asleep while you were saying that. Say that again. A ghost town. A ghost town where? Called the Home of Truth in southeastern Utah, the settlement was a short-lived utopian religious intentional community in the 1930s. Okay. All right. I'll get. A, I'll be out of character for a second. What does that actually mean? <laughs> What does that mean? Uh, this mean? article is about the location of this go this town that was a place of a religious cult that had like, uh, yeah, that had like 120 members in the middle of nowhere in southeastern Utah. All right, and, sh- and sh- it's sh- called the character. home of truth. All right, this whatever, article like abandoned town of like goes through the rise and the fall of this cultist. Uh, cool, Nate. Really fucking cool topic. Um, out of character again. This is a cool topic. This is a rad fucking topic. This topic fucking rules. Okay, this is back into character. Fucking who cares? All right, go. Mary Ogden created. Yeah, right. This no, town fucking didn't. And she said what what uh, all of her divine revelations came fr- came through when she was typing on her typewriter and what it said. Oh my god, fucking typewriters <laughs> talking to a bitch. Whatever. My phone talks to me all the time. All I have to do is say yeah. Siri to it and it talks to me. So like whatever. She this was articles fucking boring. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. She was she was typing typing away on her typewriter. And she claimed that she was receiving divine messaging through her own fingers. Great. Whatever. It's funny. Ha ha. It's so funny. <laughs> it sucks, man. Yeah, okay. Okay. No more character. No more character. Out of character. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, this guy. So, ghost typewriter. Um, you know what I like to think? Of? Have you ever seen that that scene I'm from the movie now, Ghost so. where... Um, mm. With Patrick Swayze, where uh, yeah, sure. that lady's like, she's making the clay pot, and then his ghost appears behind her, and he's like got his arms wrapped yeah. around her while they're both making the clay pot. Yeah, they're making, you know, hey, they're, Nate, they're probably hey, Nate, like can I talk to you over here for, for a second? To be put in or can I talk to you over here for a second? Just I'm real in quick. character now. So. <laughs> yeah. Ow! <laughs> Slap me! Come here, come here. Uh, g- give me your arm. Give me your fucking arm. <laughs> all right i told you that we would do the pu- I well that's my right, foot get, get stop doing a handstand here we go flip whoop back on your feet uh, all right and then give me your arm okay your fucking arm. i landed give on my t- feet wait which one somebody else is here <laughs> give me give me give me their <laughs> arm give me hey hey <laughs> oh nope that's your dad hey there yeah get move look i said <laughs> You want to hear a story about how I grew pot on a military Thank you, base? Alan. Um, no, 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 but for real. Have you ever seen uh, yeah. the homage to Ghost? Um, well, it's like... It's, it's like a, the homage? It, it's usually no. replicated. It's like a... There was a movie called Ghost with Patrick Swayze, and it's like this, this lady whose uh, boyfriend, husband mm-hmm. passes away. Anyways, there's a scene where she's making a clay pot on like a lathe, yeah. And then he just appears behind her shirtless and he's like helping her make the clay pot. That's kind of what I'm imagining for this lady on this typewriter with her fingers. But there's just like a shirtless guy that she's like deeply in love with. That's just like tapping the fingers. I think that's how cults start. There's got to be some some invisible ghost man that's like making this all happen. I love the idea of the magic typewriter um, just being like, uh-huh, where? Southeast Utah? 
There's no water there. <laughs> Figure it out, asshole. It's, it, Typewriters. It's like, I mean, it's eerily similar to God. Like, <laughs> some of the ways that like the Mormon religion was started, you know, of just like finding these golden tablets and then like a guy can read them in a hat. I mean, like, it's weird how like cult behavior is super similar to like Mormon behavior. Yeah. In the beginning, the sex. The sex the was sect. always good in the beginning of the cults. Mostly Mormon worse neighbors. As it goes on. I don't know. They didn't. They weren't allowed to drink or smoke. Uh, I yeah, don't know. of course. I guess did. fucking did happen because if you can't drink or smoke, grew. you're for sure having um, sex. Because if all three of those things are gone, nobody's doing it. Yeah, no one is doing it <laughs> if all three of those are gone. A. Uh, they took little notice of the newcomers. Uh, they were generally tolerant of their unorthodox beliefs. This is where something different happened. Is when a member of the group died of cancer. Her name was Edith. Oh, sorry, Edith. Yes. She and her husband had joined in search of a promised spiritual cure for her disease. Mary Ogden claimed that Edith was in a state of purification and could soon be brought back to life. That's cool. I feel like that's a great promise to make. You know, things are going well when somebody promises that, you know? So Ogden still had the corpse weeks later, which was being washed three times a day in a salt solution. Oh, and no. Fed, in quotes, milk and eggs by oh. injection. Oh, my God. Come on. Oh, <laughs> it's like a it's like the shittiest water balloon ever. You know, that bitch swelled up huge, big, big ass cake, bitch. She had you add flour in that bitch. She a cake. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You add you add flour to that bitch. Oh my cake. god! Add add flour and fire. Well, think about Boom. it: salt, water, eggs, milk. All you yeah. need is yeah. It's, all the ingredients to a cake are there. You fill that well, bitch yeah. full of flour. You got a flour bitch. Yeah, a cake erupts out her chest like alien in Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Uh, oh, it's an upside down <laughs> cake. <laughs> <laughs> No, there's something better. A pound cake? No, that's not a good one either. Keep going. I'll think of something. Angel food. Because what's missing is God, Matt. Angel food. It's for the angels to come down and eat. This is how they bring the body back. They bring the soul with them to come back and eat the cake, and then they ugh, they grab the soul out of the air, put it back in the... So Also, her body, when it comes back, is going to be like, what the fuck were you feeding me? Yeah. So she died on February 11th, and after rumors start spreading... Uh, the county sheriff comes to the house, the home of truth in June of the same year. So it's been a while. Uh, the authorities found Edith's body well-preserved. And they decided to allow the colony to keep it. No, Utah. Why do <laughs> you got to be so fucking weird? God damn it. Well, and this is this is the lovely thing about Wikipedia that just like they decided to allow the colony to keep it as they determined yeah, it was no life. health threat. <laughs> and since a number of people in the area had old Indian mummies found in dry caves. Next paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Wikipedia, yeah. you guys bearing the lead. I love it. Uh yeah. This yeah, okay, I mean basically well. yeah, sure. This is this is why this place became a ghost town is because of this controversy that they're like they that the people that were in there that Mary Ogden didn't believe that this person was dead, but everyone else is like, She's fucking dead, Mary. She's dead. Yeah. 
And she's like, she's not dead. She's in a purification period. <laughs> and everyone else is like, no, no. As she, as she's taking a syringe and filling it with milk and eggs. Yeah. I, yeah. I also love that she was thinking to herself, all right, what, what the fuck do we, what do I eat normally? What do I need in my dad? Well, I need, I need milk. Milk. I need milk. I need milk because my bones suck. And I, my parents used to make me drink it, but then I killed them. I assume I have to drink this for the rest of my life. So we're going to do milk. And then what's like an easy liquid protein? Eggs. Eggs are perfect. I've seen Rocky. I love the way he eats the eggs. I'm going to put this. Oh, I, I can't just shove it down her throat. What am I going to do? Mainline it into her. Perfect. All right. Done and done. Am I going to look for a vein? Who the fuck knows? You know, veins are getting bigger. She's getting puffier. Uh, puffy means vitality, right? The bigger you get, the stronger you are. Purification. Yeah. I can't believe the cop saw that body and was like, that body looks fine. Actually, <laughs> pristine. That body is in great shape from the anyway, salt water and, yeah. and milk and eggs. It had to have smelled so goddamn bad in that place. It had to have smelled so bad. Oh, all right. Eventually, they cremated Edith. So there's a happy ending uh, to the story, right? Eventually, they... Uh, Ogden Ogden was arrested because she refused to sign a death certificate for Edith. Uh she eventually she eventually went missing. Edith did, the body. And then a former member was like, I cremated her. And then yeah. They all they all left after that. That weirdly is the happiest ending to that. I did not expect well, that to end happily. Well, Mary, I mean, this, there's not much left about Mary Ogden other than she lived 40 more years after this. No. Mary did, yeah. No. Yeah. Wait, the dead body or the person? The person that did it? Uh, the I dead body is still out there roaming around. No way. I thought you said they cremated it. Someone said that. They couldn't find the remains, and someone is like, we cremated her. So who knows? So to Ooh. this day... You might be eating, you might be going to Safeway being like, I need a cake for this birthday, but I only have $4. And then you look at the discount section of cakes, and you're it's like, like, this one's Whoa. called Eat It. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That one's huge. Lumpy and it's weird, but it's huge. And they're like, yeah, some guy just dropped it off. So we put it in the freezer. And then you could eat uh, Miss Ogden as the cake. Um, that's a, that's a goddamn joy. That's a, that's a, Roller coaster ride of a story, Nate. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a kind good of a ghost topic. Story in there. Good pull, buddy. All right, it's your turn. Well, being that we're having a podcast party, we got the cake, right? Now yeah. what we need is some entertainment. So if I may submit to you, I would love to get some music from my guy Cassio Tone for the painfully alone. Um, so <laughs> Cassio Town for the Painfully Alone, also known as CFTPA, was okay. a musical solo project of uh, musician Owen Ashworth, born April 22nd, 1977, of Redwood City, California. Uh, the CFTPA, as me and my friends like to call it, was active from 1997 to 2010 and released five studio albums alongside numerous other releases. Uh, CFTPA toured with other indie artists such as The Donkeys, Paper Cuts, uh, P-Anno, which is P-A-N-O. Uh, <laughs> Can't believe that wasn't taken. 
Uh, <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> the Dead Science. David Bazan, which is fucking the most notable of any of those. I was blown away to hear that one. Ah. Um, the Rapture in Zuzu. Oh, the Rapture. Mm. So interesting. Um, it, very interesting mix. Uh, you said Casio Tone for the Painfully Alone. Yeah, is the is the name, name of the fucking guy. Yeah, sounds like a meme page now. I, it does. So he dropped out of film school in 1997. Owen did. Uh, Ashworth. The project was initially established under a set of uh, Dogma 95-like rules. Short songs played in C on the white notes of the Casio keyboard. So basically, (laughs) whatever note you play, for anybody that does not play a keyboard or know how keyboard works, uh, playing in the key of C is just playing the white keys. That's all that is. So you can't really fuck that up. The band's musical style was characterized by the use of an electronically produced beats, cheap keyboards, and slow, frank lyrics. Uh, from etiquette slow on. lyrics yeah I just imagine like a like a Casio I haven't listened yet because I didn't want to listen until right. yeah You're well no no so no, no. <laughs> you I don't believe that David Bazan would tour with him if he sounded like that David Bazan sounds exactly like that Nate's a huge Bazan fan <laughs> I am uh, I am too yeah <laughs> From Etiquette Onwards, which is one of his albums, uh, CFTPA widened in musical scope, adding more analog instruments and crafting an overall more organic sound. Uh, in 2010, Ashworth announced that he was retiring Casio Tone for the uh, Painfully Alone, as well as the songs he wrote under that name, although he planned to continue making music. The project's final show was on December 5th, 2010, uh, the 13-year anniversary of his first show. Ashworth's new project is called Advanced Bass. Uh, no okay. follow-up on that. <laughs> Owen Ashworth's brother, Gordon Ashworth, uh, who makes experimental harsh noise at oscillating innards and ambient works as as concern. Gordon also plays in grind. So this is definitely made by them, is my guess. <laughs> Seeing that the last comments were just like, these are our new bands. Um but pretty crazy that that got enough that like David Bazan would tour would would play with them and they made five Probably five albums. All right, and so are they all of that same? They're me- they're white keys only. Yeah, on a Casio keyboard. Albums. So here's some of the. This is what I want to get more into. So here same. are uh, some of the albums uh, that he's released. Uh, so the first one is Answering Machine Music. Uh, the second one is Pocket Symphonies for the Lonesome Subway Cars. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was 2001. 2003, uh, through a record label. This was through Tom Lab. So he got picked up after um, after his first single. In 2001, he got picked up by Tom Lab. And okay. uh, that put out the Pocket Symphonies for Lonesome Subway Cars, Twinkle Echo, Bobby Malone, Etiquette, and then uh, Versus Children is his last 2009 album. Um, okay. Interesting. And you know what? I'm looking at the album artwork for for his last one, Versus Children. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, let's see. So the song titles were Casio Tone for the Painfully Alone Versus Children. It was 49 seconds long. Uh, we got Tom Justice, the Choir Boy Robber apprehended at Ace Hardware in Libertyville, Illinois. (laughs) 
That is the title of a song that is four minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, we got the optimist versus the silent alarm. Uh, when the saints Yo. go marching in, in quotation marks. Um, what? Oh, I'm just looking at... Um, I, 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 I cheated to look at some of the album art and... Yo, this has been the same aesthetic his whole career. Yeah. It's rad. Yeah. Actually. So Loki, like, I thought there was going to be more to laugh at with this. I just think his career is really interesting. Like, yeah, yeah, this guy, uh, this guy is pretty cool. So I would say I don't I don't believe that they're all in fucking C major. That's <laughs> hard to believe. All right. Nate, remember that list of stuff we have to listen to? So we have to listen to that Mew song backwards. We have to yeah. listen to uh that whatever album from the flaming lips on four different cd players yeah and we also have to... the entire discography <laughs> of this guy i would bet you it takes us like four hours i'm on Probably the Bandcamp page that. right here and there are 13 albums no way some of those have got to be singles right? though some of those Why are singles for saying sure. singles it's casio angles mm. I think that's cassette singles. Cuss singles? I yeah. thought you were just making a pun. No, on no, 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 <laughs> no. That's a real thing. Like, no, cuss singles for the painfully alone. No, that's something our generation should not know about because we did not put out stuff through cassette. But then, uh, Taito Alba and Turvy Organ did put out stuff through cassette, and I did learn this term cuss single, and yeah. it makes me cuss single and ready to mingle, baby. Um, get me amongst your tape collection. Let it me. makes me cause singularly sad. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily there is an artist for you when you are cause singularly sad, and that oh. is Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone. That is my pick for this week. And check out his discography. I'm sure his shit fucking slaps. Uh, I have a Cassio Tone. I feel like I need to bring the legacy on. Yeah, man. You could have at this point. You could have played with David Bazan. Uh, if you had just stuck with it, my man, for <laughs> if you had stuck with it for 13 years, you could have made it. <laughs> it's not like I haven't been, but in worse ways. Uh, do you, okay, I'm into that. How about this? The history of alcohol laws in Missouri. <laughs> Boy, oh boy, did you bring us some gold this week, Nate. All right, buddy. Show and tell. Let's see what's up. Okay, okay. So the packaging plant of Anheuser-Busch is located in St. Louis. Just That's just going to be it. Been there. That's going to be a picture that we have here. Nicknamed the Show Me State for Missourians, Missourians' well-known stalwart, conservative, non-credulous attitude toward regulation of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> There is a lot of drinking in Missouri. I do remember hearing statistics that that's the most alcoholic state in the United States. Missouri's laissez-faire approach to alcohol regulation also stems from its position as the leading alcohol-producing state in America. Hey, blah, 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 there blah, you blah, go. Blah, I also blah, heard blah. Chicago drinks a lot, but uh, not to make you feel bad about yourself, Missouri, but come on, you're Missouri. Come on. You got... You got the Ozarks. What else you got? Come on. Bush. Bush. During the height of the temperance movement in the late 19th century and early 20th century before nationwide prohibition, Missouri never implemented prohibition. 
The voters of Missouri rejected no way. prohibition every time in 1910, 1912, and 1918. Okay, this explains a lot to me because that's where you get like riverboat gamblers and like yeah. all of this bullshit. <laughs> I can't believe a whole state just got to be like, nah, fuck that. I think it's funny because it's the opposite of legalizing <laughs> weed is kind of saying you can't get rid of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It also the, reminds me like... I, I want to, sorry to interrupt you, no, but no, no, I, I do have a question. Go ahead. Do you, was there um, a threat that they were going to completely close liquor stores during COVID um, in, in Seattle? Did you guys get that one? In terms of like, it came over an air raid symbol or like. <laughs> That's it, what it felt it was... like. And I think the word you were looking for was siren, but I do like symbol. the idea of an air raid symbol, which is one enormous crash symbol. That's like. 70 inches wide and somebody's like cover your ears <laughs> or it's like you know it's cloud art behind a small plane i remember distinctly when we were in denver and it was like the first week of them rolling out um or like probably the first couple days of them rolling out like the the shutdown and i remember uh i lived in a duplex my neighbors next door uh who we quarantined with they I was working from home that day and they ran in and they were like, Matt, I think they're closing liquor stores. Uh, if you want anything, we probably need to go right now. And I was like, OK, I quit my job. Like I just closed the laptop and I got car keys with whatever I was wearing, which was probably pajamas. And we got masks on. We drove down to the store. Uh, <laughs> there was a liquor store like a mile from us and we drove in and there was no parking. Everybody was everybody was trying to get in. So I just put my hazards on. I gave them $300 in cash. And I said, get me as many big liquor bottles as you can. Like, bang for your buck. Just go nuts. I'm like, who knows how long we're not going to have alcohol. I'm like, get strong shit and a lot of it. I don't care if it tastes good. And I spent like, I spent like $300 on like a bunch of like handles of Jameson, (laughs) which is terrible. I don't even like Jameson. But I was like, fuck it. $300 worth of Jameson is better than no alcohol for the rest of this thing. And uh, then like two days later, they were like, yeah, we can't close down liquor stores. <laughs> they were like, there's no way this is going to yeah. work. No. Like, cause they said it was something based around like medical. They were like, people physically cannot taper off of alcohol this quickly. So if we close liquor stores, we're going to have even more people dying. So interesting yeah yeah well i mean that's it is insane i mean there's uh there's the switch like a decade ago in washington of uh state-run liquor stores to grocery stores being able to sell liquor uh so there are still liquor stores but not very many most it's mostly just out of grocery yeah yeah it uh, that was a big adjustment coming from Denver because yeah. we we hardly do wine in grocery stores. Uh, actually, we don't do wine in grocery stores unless it's got the special attachment thing. We just do beer in grocery stores. Wine and liquor in grocery stores in Washington is out of control. What uh, do you mean? <laughs> I, it's I just, love it. There's so there's so much. There it's is like, so much. Yeah. There's a liquor store in in inside your favorite QFC nowadays. So. <laughs> And KFC. Um, so. <laughs> Honestly, based on the whole pandemic, that sounds like the only time you panicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, Toilet God. paper, no. That's so Jameson. Sad. That's so sad. 
I really didn't panic when we ran out of toilet paper. I didn't. I was like, well, I've been at music festivals. Sometimes you just use your fucking hand and then go find a, a gallon of water. And <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I've done it. It's horrible, but I've done it. You know, I was like, I fuck it. Though, we're just going to use hands now. But I was like, well, I guess I'll just get a bunch of uh, fruit, put it in a plastic bag, dig it, put it under the ground and come back when it's fermented. And that's jail liquor, baby. Well, that's true. Yeah, I was ready. <laughs> Were you? Some people have a bug out bag. I just had a bag full of like sealed fruit cups. I wasn't. So I got a job at a liquor store. So that's interesting. <laughs> uh, I just you're going to like this little it's one sentence, but you'll like it. In 1901, temperance crusader Carrie A. Nation entered a bar in Kansas City in April and began to smash liquor bottles with her hatchet. <laughs> yeah, that's that chaos I like. That's that good, she good chaos. She was promptly arrested and fined $500, which is 13000 in 2010 <laughs> money. <laughs> Why? This is during Prohibition. Yeah, but they didn't follow prohibition. So she was just like yeah. pro prohibition? So yeah. Yeah. Her judge was like, okay, <laughs> never leave Missouri and never return. No that was way. the that was the state. Yeah. <laughs> to love liquor as much as I do I mean they do is a beautiful thing. Truly commendable. I can't believe a whole state just said fuck off yeah. to people yeah. during prohibition. That is, you know, Missouri, I've never really had respect for you, but badass, badass yeah. Missouri. If you want to see some sin, forget about Paris, go to Kansas City. That's another quote. That's awesome. <laughs> That's the best. Mm. That's pretty good. Oh, That's it. I liked that. Well, Missouri, thumbs up to y'all, man. Y'all ain't never back down. Y'all are those lifers, those people that just shoot the moon. You know, a lot of people say... Well, I turned the stage. I really got to slow it down on the drinking. And Missouri is the guy at the bar at 8 a.m. that says, this is what I'm going to do now for the rest of my life. So, you know, believe in yourself. In, uh, in research for that article, I found out that another uh, place in America that allows uh, public consumption of alcohol is Hood River, Oregon. No way. Yeah, they don't care. There's no, no way. I mean, most places don't care because there's like, you know, murder and, you know, fires and stuff. But Hood River, it's just going to be like, good day to you, sir. And you just are cracking up a tall boy of OE. And it's there. Hmm, whatever. You didn't pay any tax on it either. So <laughs> could you imagine you and I just going out and drinking only malt liquor for a weekend? Something that yeah. we have done as college students. Do you think we could physically tolerate it the next day? How bad would that hangover be? Like on a scale of like one being you are ready to do a hike in the morning and 10 being I'm going to flip the scale, I guess. One being, yeah, you can do a hike in the morning and 10 being um, you cannot leave the bathroom because of the constant shit coming out of your ass and okay. uh, your head is pounding so much. Uh, that your head is just under the sink. I didn't know if it was going to be even more magical than that, being like, 
One, you're ready to go on a rafting trip in the morning. And 10, <laughs> you're a frog now. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funnier. Thank you for proving <laughs> your worth on the podcast. Um, all right. Really quick, because we're getting we're running out of time here, but I um, I just want to do uh, I want to do uh, no one likes you music review. Matt, drop the music. Nate, drop the music right here. That's right. It's a no one likes you music review. The segment's so nice. We've done it thrice. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you guys are new to listening to the podcast, uh, this is a segment I've created where I go on to Pitchfork, which is like a music review site for a bunch of It's also people. a uh, gardening implement, but uh, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Pitchfork, commonly used to review music and just bail hay with... Uh, it's uh yeah it's it's a bunch of pretentious guys uh talking about music on a website it's been around for years and years and years and so what i do is i look up the lowest reviewed albums and the bands that did them and i just read nate the review and based off of the review nate has to try and decide who the band is i give him three guesses i also give him three questions that he can use whenever he wants um and if he gets it i i how about this if you get it today uh, I will send you $5 on Venmo. Okay, first question. Who is it? <laughs> You're a little bitch. You're a little bitch boy. All right. I'm just doing that because I only want two questions. I feel confident. Oh, okay. Yeah. For the $5. Um, okay, here I we go. I don't owe you shit. <laughs> no, that's Wait, how this I works. Owe you $5? You no, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is a gift. No. But I like that. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> that sucks. So this is the band Molly Hatchet. So uh no. <laughs> no, so okay. here we go. You ready? Yep. Okay. Do it. Here's the review. I, I guess I'll start by saying this got a 0. 0.0. So it was mm-hmm. a complete zero rating. Having already secured his place in rock and roll history with the Guess Who, at one time one of the biggest bands in the world, large bearded guitarist Randy will not say his last name, decided sometime in the early 70s that he had some yeah uh, yeah yeahs to bust out uh enlisting the help of some of his oh, brothers man. and the prodigal talent of one similarly large bearded cf blank he formed the mighty large bearded blank 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 fm radio was never the same again gone was the winsome pining and slightly rebellious edge of the miss echoed burton cummings and absent was the abject mistrust of the man, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> the self-referential analysis of Canada-U.S. geopolitical discourse as typified in American Woman, quote unquote, was left behind in the blanks uh, in the guess who's sunburnt dust. The culture, <laughs> the, the culture of communal dissent was replaced by the one self-reliant as typified by the subdued salsa tinge number looking out for number one. Blank took the rock out of rock and packaged it in a drag strip ready nuts and bolts package that sold tons of records and later a host of ty- time life retrospective packages. 
Regardless of the similarity <laughs> and soulless chops of songs like soulless Taking chops. Care of Business, <laughs> Hey You, and Four Wheel Drive, this band succeeded in helping all members of the band settle down in the suburbs, stacked with the mutual funds and a lifetime supply of boat shoes. Now, boat. <laughs> <laughs> life wasn't so easy for the blank boys. Uh, drummer Robbie Bachman, just a young pup during the during the blank heyday, once complained about how the pressure of fame, quote unquote, really dragged him down in those frenzy early days. Those who still cling to this band, and you know who you are, are usually dorky minivan types who think rock and roll is about having your friends over for a beer and a barbecue. Let me say on behalf of the world's young people that all you people truly suck. Even in your retro phases, there's nothing remotely charming on your uh, or rocking about you. Can I ask something? Here's hoping. We're almost done. Here's hoping okay. that next T-bone you eat leaves you choking on your own excess. Die, exclamation point, die, exclamation point, die, exclamation point. <laughs> Samir Khan. When was this written? The year 2000. This was written in the... Okay. Oh, that fuck. being said, okay. this is the remastered hits of this band. Okay. I know who it is. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, I figured you would. I think I let I let one clue slip. Um, two. Yeah, I think I did let two slip. Uh, you said taking care of business, and you said Bachman was the name of the drummer. Yeah, it was the name of the drummer. Shit. Yeah, fuck. I, I should, BTO, I, baby. Yeah, that's Still BTO. on board. I'm still on board. BTO to BTO. That's it. Nate got it. It is Bachman Turner Overdrive Remastered Hits. The best of. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> apparently taking not. Taking care of business, business is still not, not a great tune. I didn't know those guys had anything to do with the guess who. That's a way funnier history. <laughs> yeah, now isn't that, that great? Yeah, yeah, you just been talking about Bachman Turner Overdrive, and when I saw it, I was like, I have to do Bachman <laughs> Turner Overdrive. Um, I, had, I knew too much, Matt. You, you, <laughs> you just you gave me that silver bullet. I did. I fuck. I yeah. fucked that up. That's okay though. Well, Nate, <laughs> great job. Five dollars coming your way on Venmo tonight. So with that in mind, I think we got to we gotta finish up this podcast here. So we have three topics. Like I said, we're not going to do the, the judge thing anymore. I think we're just going to talk it over and we're going to see which one we want to keep. Uh, or sorry, which one we want to get rid of. So just to go over the topics once again. We got the uh, Utah Ghost Town. Yeah, we what have, was the name of that ghost town again? It was called the Home of Truth. All right, so we got the Home of Truth, the the Ghost Town. Uh, we got Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone. And, and we got Alcohol Laws in Missouri. And we got Alcohol Laws in Missouri. Um, and we got BTO. No, we're not doing BTO. That was that was part of the music review. That doesn't count. All right. So we got these three things. We got the Cassio Tone for the Painfully Alone. I'm going to remove that. That's that's a beautiful part of it. A guy that got away with just doing only no. playing in the key of C nope. and put out five studio albums and played with no, David Bazan. Yeah, that's no, amazing. No. That's so cool. I think we Who got here. Who cares if it sucks? Yeah, exactly. Who cares if Bachman Turner Overdrive sucks and we all know it sucks and, you know, mm. their fans mm. are stupid and. <laughs> Tell you here, blue collar. <laughs> Fucking blue collar. That's that taking care of business for the blue collar man. Um, <gasps> Dude, so I told you this story about my uncle's friend who suspended his furniture from the ceiling <laughs> and his. And he had a fucking safe vault for the door, 
and Bachman Turner Overdrive every time they came to play through Seattle or Tacoma and come hang out with him. That's why I have a connection with these fuckers. I know. <laughs> you also... 0.0 losers. I, I'm going to say next episode, you got to explain that story a little bit more in depth. Maybe we'll open with that next week. But being that we're out of time, I think the one that has to go is the ghost town. Um, yeah, I mean, it's already gone. <laughs> done. <laughs> done. Taking care of the, the town's gone. The story's done. So all we got to do is take it off of Wikipedia. There's a caretaker that's there. That's it. All right, y'all. Well, it has been decided... It is now time. So what was the name of the ghost town again? Home of Truth. Home of Truth. The ghost town is going to be taken off of Wikipedia if I have anything to say about it. So with that in mind, we did not get rid of anything last week, but we're coming back by getting rid of the Home of Truth, the ghost town for this week. So with that, I think that's going to wrap up the pod today. Yep. Um, Nate, anything you want to talk about? Anything you want to plug? You, you good? I think I'm probably I'm good. good. Yeah, I'm good too. Yeah, I think uh, just the normal stuff, guys. So yeah, once again, if you got uh, feedback or you want to send us a Wikipedia, last week we did um, L's, uh, subject on the PP boy. So uh, thanks again, L, if anybody wants to send us something in. Uh, this is nothing podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you know, and we also love praise and or um, you know, yeah. compliment sandwiches. You can tell us or something great, me. something yeah. bad, and then something great again. We appreciate that. Um, I I generally prefer the opposite, where you start with something bad, give me something good in the middle, and end with something <laughs> bad. But you can send that to me separately at wind chime weather. <laughs> yeah, totally. And make fun of his music when you do that. He's gonna love yeah. that. Um, <laughs> it sucks. You're great, but it sucks. <laughs> Um, hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, I think I'm going to make it a goal to start getting on Twitter. So we'll start using that. <laughs> um, that for like I know. Months. Now I'm not going to do it. I swear to God. Um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Oh, my God. Please do it. Oh, my God. Please yeah. do it. Is It is how this works for us. Um, really, if you if you just take a second, write a couple words, give us a five-star review. Yeah. Um, big, 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 big thumbs up to you. And I will totally mention you on the podcast. Um, yeah. New episodes every week on Mondays at 6 a.m. Uh, take us with you in your car ride to work uh, right before you decide to take that sledgehammer and throw it through your office, uh, your your uh, boss's yeah. desk, uh, slash window, slash uh, car door. Uh, yeah. Let us be there when you do it. Yeah, um, take us with you to prison. Yeah, totally. We'll, we'll, we'll vouch for you. Maybe we'll bail you out. If you write us a good enough story, we'll bail you out. Um, as always, you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Music, and that way you'll know when new episodes are out. So you get a little little ding-dong when these ding-dongs are ready to send you more stuff. Um, last thing, as always, our graphic is by Elias uh, with Dogged Line Design Supply. Hit him up for all your graphic needs. Uh, and by graphic, I mean do not send him violence and or expose yourself to Elias. I'm sure he would appreciate that. Um, all right. Not, he would not appreciate that not don't send all right nate are we gonna close on a on a scene do you or want me to good? say things or i don't know i can do it here it is the emotion is surprised okay the question is is that a ghost is that a ghost all right y'all thanks for listening we'll see you next week bye goodbye